0: everybody welcome back to the half hour of power i am joe brandon is here
1: yo yo joe what do you know
0: oh i am glad uh you asked
1: that um i am ready you got two scary women behind you back there
0: yeah we got some sexiness going on behind us back there
1: oh yeah hot they're bringing I- the heat I don't have that still, guys. Yeah, working on it. It's a work in progress. It's working.
0: That's all right. Um, Yeah, I I think the makeup on them is very good. They are not, uh, you know, they look very uh, spooky, very uh, scary. But uh, I have been waiting, waiting to go at this movie and rip it a new one. Like it was the Man of Steel. (laughs) That's not... It's not... Oh. Well, I thought it was funny. And if we had a laugh track, which, uh, you know, someday we will. I could have clicked that on and the studio audience would have thought that was funny. (laughs) I'll cry about it later. You, uh, no, no, you won't. No, you won't. You're a big boy. And, um, big boys cry too. Uh, that's true. Got my buddy here to help me out. Nice. Okay. Should we just jump right in? we are finally, well, the, it's only yeah. a week out, and, you know, I mean, well, I mean, it's only a week away, you know, we, we, uh, we do like to take the time for these movies that we see sometimes to marinate in our brains and swish around in there, <laughs> yeah. and kind of see the reactions. Um, it's been a week. Officially, it opened last Friday. The today as the record. Should we uh, tell everybody the date that we're recording this?
1: Yes uh today's day is
0: okay I'll tell him Brandon I'll tell him um,
1: it's it's uh, it's October 12
0: no what you are missing some time it is past midnight it is Friday the
1: 13th Friday the 13th I'm going to be Jason
0: yeah so we're like waited early in the morning for this one so yeah so it's been out for a week and just kind of looking at all the reactions and seeing what people think about this and the box office take and I know you're chomping at the bit for this part. What does the Rotten Tomatoes have to say about this one?
1: Well, Rotten right, Tomatoes score is pie a Pi a thirty. Well, you're really
0: close. So the critics, twenty two percent. Yeah, throat> that's right. Twenty two. Oh, yeah. Way do you get to the audience oh, yeah. score? You are not gonna believe this.
1: The audience score. I'm gonna say forty. Straight. This a forty straight.
0: You're way off.
1: Don't tell me it's higher.
0: Fifty-eight. Yeah. 58. What was they watching? What was they watching? I don't know what they watch.
1: So, oh, you know what? They was watching the extra sis. It just came out not too long ago.
0: You know they they were they they watched the Pope's Exorcist, which is a far far superior film to Exorcist Belieber. Far superior to Exorcist
1: Belieber, so way way superior. God,
0: yeah. so you know we've. Uh, We have covered all of the Exorcist movies on this show. This is the first Exorcist movie that Brandon is covering with us.
1: Yes, it is. Well, well, except for Pope Exorcist.
0: Well, I mean the Exorcist.
1: Oh, the Exorcist Exorcist.
0: So the Exorcist film series, which the Pope's Exorcist is not a part of. No. But it should have been. I mean, the Pope's Exorcist should have been the Exorcist 4. Like this one is The Exorcist 4. Why? Because David Gordon Green hates you and he hates everyone. And he just hates everything. I just don't understand what the deal is with that guy. Uh, we have covered that Exorcist Believer news extensively. Uh
1: yeah, uh, when you and Jesse started the show, yeah, I was talking about that. Yes,
0: we did. Jesse and I talked about it, and here we are with the movie. And I'm getting an impression from you about what you thought of the movie, but I have not asked, and you have not said yet. And we have not really discussed
1: you this. See the, you see the face?
0: Although you know what I think about it. Of course. What do you think?
1: And you loved it. No. That means that this movie was just like Halloween kills and Halloween ends. Ouch oh. That is below the belt.
0: No, that's the truth. That is the truth. That <laughs> oh my, I you know. What is this movie about? Should we do that stuff? Does everybody know what this is about yet? Let's see. Where is there it is. So you ready?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: When two girls disappear into the woods and return three days later with no memory of what happened to them, the father of one girl seeks out Chris McNeil, who's been forever altered by what happened to her daughter 50 years ago. You no, know, that's not he, quite what it's about. That's not what happens. He did not want to talk to her, and he did not seek her out.
1: No, he did not seek her out on purpose.
0: Exactly. He just kind of stumbled on it. So I thought the movie actually started out fairly well, fairly really? good. And I kind of – I had my suspicions about that because the movie oh, detail. starts – well, I mean, the movie starts out in the, you know, Haiti and, you know, in the earthquake and all that. And then, you know, it jumped, that goes really quick and you 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 know that the mother is dead. And you kind of got all that from the trailer that the mother was dead. Um, so when the girls disappear and then they don't know where they are and then they reappear, you know, you kind of got that mystery going on. That's kind of good. That's about it it's about it. It just goes straight downhill from there. So I mean, that's really not worth going to see that. That's about it. You didn't even like the beginning. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. All right, didn't. Brandon, how was the beginning for you? It it was it was trash. What yeah. about the beginning?
1: So the beginning so you know they showing uh the uh, and and for our listeners out there i might be saying it wrong and i might be saying it right i'm not for sure i don't practice it but um sometimes it's called voodoo or hoodoo and i saw this and i was like oh okay what does that have to do with being possessed because the only thing they said it was it was a a thing of protection for the child and i was like okay was it like a setup you know to what's going on and you know it don't explain why like like we didn't know until towards the end that daddy had to choose the wife or the baby you didn't, you didn't know that until later. And then you just like, okay, I think the baby should have been dead because she was crushed. But, I mean, it looked like she was crushed. So, to me, I thought the baby was crushed. But, you know, I was definitely wrong. And then I'm like, is it because it was in Haiti and they didn't have the, you know, the best medical... Stuff there because he said I had to watch them cut my baby out of my wife. I'm like, I didn't get all that out of that. Only thing I got is this: the wife died. In in the trailer, I did think, I didn't, I didn't think about that. That her mother was not in it. I thought she was. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm bored. I never.
0: Honest. Yeah, they they never show the the mother in the trailer at all.
1: Yeah, for some reason I thought she was there.
0: Well, there there is. Look at that. Somebody's mad at you. I don't uh, know. so but in the, the trailer um there there and this other family kind of gets lost in the movie a little bit. I mean I don't think the balance was there between the two families. You got the other family.
1: Okay. So and before, you finish, that, before okay. you finish that before you finish that you're right because i I told my friend I said, why does it seem like they more on the single father than they are on the family that has the single well no she's had three children, so the other girl they spend more on her than they did on her and i was trying to figure that out because you would think it would be a, a even concept because
0: yeah little, yeah yeah
1: the little girl with the family she was the one that was actually doing the the practicing of the, the yeah thing. so i mean i wasn't quite so
0: they go out into the woods mhm and there was another movie earlier this year that was a little bit better than this. It was kind of similar about speaking to spirits and possession. And that yeah. was Talk to Me, which we talked about on this show. Yes. I, and I finally I watched mean, it. Yeah. So, I mean, very similar um, that in good. that uh, she was going out into the woods. She's supposed to take something of the person she wanted to speak to to create a connection. And the other little girl who comes from um, a uh, Christian Protestants. I wasn't quite sure exactly which denomination of Christianity it was, but it was Protestant. Um, She is practicing this. What's that?
1: So it was Protestant?
0: Yeah, the other family was Protestants.
1: Okay, because I couldn't tell. I I really couldn't tell. Because I couldn't tell if it was a Methodist or Lutheran or...
0: Anything. Yeah, we couldn't tell which which denomination, which Protestant denomination they were. It wasn't
1: Catholic. No, no.
0: Um. So they, she's the one teaching her how to speak to uh, the spirits, but her father takes the scarf away, which she, you know you get to see her get the scarf and that kind of messes everything up. Now we we got some interesting things in here that I think are wasted. Okay. So you've got the girls come back. It's not very subtle what happens. There's not really a lot of investigation about whether or not they're possessed. It's just bizarre to me how they just don't do any of that stuff. Uh, But uh, so both the girls are possessed. So what I found could have been an interesting idea would be, is that one demon possessing both girls or is that many demons? And if it is one demon that's possessing both girls, does that mean the power is lessened? Do you understand what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. Does that mm-hmm. mean the hold is less than it would be if it was possessing one girl? I mean, you see what I'm getting at? I do. I mean, that could have been interesting. I'm not sure that I've seen a movie do something like that before, but they waste that because it's David Gordon Green and he is a wasteful, wasteful, lazy, lazy writer. Just incredibly lazy, this movie.
1: I just wish David Gordon Green quit messing up classic movies that are very, very dear to a lot of people and you're just basically taking a poopy.
0: Well, he, he came out like right before this came out and made it sound like he actually liked The Heretic. Exorcist to The Heretic, which is like, that's not a good sign. Not a good sign. You're making an Exorcist movie and you like The Heretic. I, hey, you know, I know there are a lot of people out there that do like The Heretic. Okay. Go ahead and like that movie. Don't make an Exorcist sequel if you like The Heretic. I'm sorry. It just that That is a we did a pretty fairly in-depth show on the problems behind the heretic and the outcome and just the bizarre stuff that went on making that movie. If he didn't feel that that was not, that that was a good movie and he's making, that might be some of the problem there too. Well,
1: I want to say that it was um, two different demons. I want to
0: say that because... Well, yeah, I, yeah, you can say that because they don't tell us that because there's no investigation into whether or not the girls are actually possessed or if it is psychological, if something happened to them in the woods. That yeah, cause- it, That's another thing, too. So there's no investigation about it. This movie takes place in Georgia. Yes. And there's no investigation about what happened on that land. You know, maybe that's supposed to be in the sequels. Like, what is on that land? Was there, you know, some type of massacre that happened on that land that you know drew some malevolent spirit there? What was that land before that that would cause that? Um, or did their little ritual that they were doing just pull the demon to them? I mean, there's a couple of interesting
1: things they could have done. Well, the funny thing about it was, um, uh, I forgot the girl's name. The, the black girl. Which girl? The black girl. I forgot her name.
0: Well, her um, name is Angela. She is played by uh, Lydia Jute. That's okay. terrible. So um, she Angela, has been. She was in Hidden Figures, Grey's Anatomy, Good Girls. So, yeah, okay,
1: yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I,
0: I, I was just looking at the stuff. I mean, i I didn't think the acting was bad. I thought the two oh, no. girls
1: did good. No, they did their um, part great. the The thing is, I think. That the demon that was in the exorcist that uh, possessed, uh, right, was it Reagan? Reagan? Yeah. Reagan. So, uh, possessed her was the one that possessed it. We say Olivia?
0: Uh, Angela?
1: Angela. I think that's the one that possessed it her. Because the other, what's the other girl's name?
0: Oh, no. That other girl. Oh man, you know what? I don't know her name, and I'm having (laughs) a Olivia O'Neill, I believe. But that Olivia O'Neill, that's that's probably wrong. Let's say O'Neill. I I think
1: it is. I think that's Olivia O'Neill, but um, yeah, because she she didn't seem like she knew. Because remember. When uh, Chris came in, she was like,
0: "Oh, uh, you want to jump straight to that?" Huh?
1: Well, because I mean, the rest of it. I mean, you 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 got the you see the voodoo hoodoo. Yeah, you know, they they're doing that, and like I said, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody's religion. I just make sure I'm saying it correctly. Is it voodoo or hoodoo?
0: Well, I, I mean, according it? to what? Yeah, I mean that doesn't. I'm not sure that it actually says in the movie. I might have missed it, but I mean. They met with a voodoo practitioner, and there's and just like Christianity, there's many different. Voodoo is one form of voodoo. Yeah, so there's probably a lot more. You know, just like Christianity, there's those different denominations. Um. So what I found is they just call, just say that's a voodoo practitioner. Now, who that is later that comes in, if that is just a voodoo practitioner, also. I mean that's what I assumed.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what I took from it because of the the ritual practice that I seen. And I think she said what she does, but I really couldn't hear it because everybody in the back was kind of like What the heck is that? You know, and I was like Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. like I like how they I there's some things I did like in the movie. Like I did like how they Combined it, you know the different practices, you know from from a cultural point of view. So I did like that. So I am gonna, you know, say that that was a good a good thing in there. You laughing? <laughs> you like that? I did. I did like it. It was that was the the. The most entertaining thing in the whole movie. What was the most entertaining thing in the movie? The exorcist. The exorcism? Yeah, that was the most entertaining thing in the movie. Oh, and and Chris getting her eyes...
0: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: We're (laughs) going to go to that now. So,
0: (laughs) this is another example of one of the most wasteful, idiotic uses of a character from the original movie. Just like The Force Awakens, where they wasted all of the original characters.
1: They killed them all damn near.
0: Well, they they just absolutely wasted them. Just like in uh, what David Gordon Green did with Halloween, where he just wasted Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't understand why she allowed that to happen. I mean, I uh, I don't understand why Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford allowed that to happen. I mean, you think Harrison Ford of all people would say, "Nope, I'm out."
1: Well, he did. He said, "Kill me."
0: Yeah, but he still did it. Both of them still did it. You know, afterwards they, you know, Mark Hamill even said afterwards he's like, "You know, that's not blah blah." You know, that's just say no, please. Would yeah. somebody please say no? And Ellen Burstyn would. I wish. She had said no because there are things they do with her that I'm like, there is no way that would ever happen and she would ever do that. There's just, I just don't buy that at all. Okay. So we talked about how he finds Chris. So his neighbor is a total jerk when we meet his neighbor. Yes. Are you going to leave your trash cans out all week, you slovenly piece of crap? what does that do bring down your property value lady? What, what are you whining about? People got lives to live. They can come back home and put the she, freaking She's just, probably the president.
1: She's probably the president of the home association.
0: She might be the president of homeowners association. That's that might be. So, <laughs> but anyway, when the girls come back, that lady happens to work at the hospital as a nurse. So when the girls come back, they go to that hospital and get checked out. Now, Of course, you know, all this other weird crap happens. But when she's talking to uh, Angela there in the hospital, she says things to her. And, you know, that's oh she must be possessed. So I better give her father this book. So the one book, of course, because this is an Exorcist series. And this is the Exorcist four. She gives her Chris McNeil's book. All right, I can see her writing that book. He wants absolutely nothing to do with that, and he—he's no. not—he does not believe anymore. If he no, did, he, when no. his wife died, he did—he that was done. He's like, I'm done. I'm mad at God. I'm not going to believe anymore. This is bull. There can't be a God if that happens. Okay, you know that's a fair thing to to think when stuff like that happens to you. I get it, but he does not want to help his daughter in that way at all with that stuff happening. He does not investigate anything with his daughter. I think until the nurse tells him and she's bringing him that book and she tells him that his his daughter told her stuff about her that she's never told anyone. So that's the point. And this is a, this was a very bizarre scene where he's like, starts reading the book and watching videos of interviews with her on YouTube. And then there's like this little Rocky type montage where he calls all these people in and they all do investigating about Chris McNeil. What? That's another thing. This movie was very badly edited. Just very, just the editing was very off putting in this movie. Oh yeah. And then when he goes to meet Chris McNeil, she says a couple of things like she would never have said that, and that's not even true. That's not even – there's no way she would have said that because she was there. She wouldn't have said that, right? So okay. and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so somehow, uh, somehow he goes to meet her. her. He goes to meet her, and I, I kind of get that. You know, you want to meet somebody who's been through something you're going through, but he doesn't even know if she's possessed yet. There was never a moment where he was like, She's possessed.
1: Well, wait, there was the,
0: never a moment where he was did this investigation or anything like that where he's did, just
1: oh no, priest, she's
0: possessed.
1: But didn't didn't the priest come and see them?
0: Well, the priest did, yeah, but they, he didn't do any investigation. If they did, they cut it out of the movie. There's no investigation. Um, um now here it comes, here it comes down to this, Brennan. We're still on Chris McNeil.
1: Okay.
0: He says, did you witness the uh, exorcism? She said no. She she says no. And I don't remember if he says why or not. I think he says why. And she goes, my opinion.
1: No, I think he didn't ask why. She explained after she said no, and then she started explaining.
0: No, my opinion is I'm not a member of their damn patriarchy. Remember that? Yeah, she did. If say. you watched this damn movie, David Gordon Green, <laughs> if you watched that damn movie from 1973, you would have seen how desperate she was to get help for her daughter. How yeah. utterly desperate she was, how emotional she was. And that scene, when Father Marin gets there, He is so nice to her. He takes the time to talk to her. He sits down with her. She didn't want to go in there. She doesn't say that, but none of them, Father Damien, Father Marin, Father Dyer, none of them mistreat her or make her feel like she's not a part of this. None of them. For her to say that, they did not see that movie. They are not honoring that movie. (coughs) And David Gordon Green has said in interviews, the DNA of the original Exorcist runs through this movie. You're full of crap. It does not, that. you didn't see it.
1: Only thing you watched original? Exorcist
0: 2, the heretic.
1: Only thing that's original is and based. that's
0: your sequel.
1: That's it. Now here's
0: here's this other thing that happens <laughs> too. Because uh, I'm I'm on I'm, I'm ranting about this now. You can tell. <laughs> just like I just rip into Man of Steel, It's just like that. It's just that easy. <laughs> <laughs> I brought Brandon back. <laughs> he's he's back now. <laughs> uh, okay, so for some reason, she she says that. Okay, she wrote the book. She did this speaking tour, and she says that Reagan was really <laughs> upset with her for writing that book.
1: Yeah, that was dumb. I didn't. I didn't.
0: And I didn't. Reagan was so upset with her for writing that book that she won't speak with her and moved where she would never know where she's at. They do not communicate. That's bull crap. That would never happen, ever. That would not have happened. She loved her daughter more than anything. Yep. She sacrificed everything to get help for her daughter. And for her daughter to just shun her like that, her mother was an actress, a very famous and prominent actress. So, of course, she's going to write some book, maybe to help other people. Actors and actresses like to do that all the time because a lot of times they think they know better than us peons. Uh, So uh, I I, I could kind of see her writing that book, but I couldn't see that causing a rift in their relationship so bad that they wouldn't speak to each other. Uh, that that was bull crap. There's no way that would happen. Um, so then here's what the I'm other part. Hear. Yeah, I no, mean, I'm it was years hear. and years and years and years. And the other part is uh, she goes with him to Georgia to see the little girls. I don't understand why she had to go do that. And then, of course, she got the, uh, she sees him in the hospital. She goes see her daughter. Then she goes see the other girl.
1: Did she go see the other girl? Oh, yeah, that was late. She
0: does. She goes to her house to see her. Yeah, cause they
1: went and to it's a psych just ward.
0: such a bizarre <laughs> scene. She walks upstairs all by herself alone. There's a little girl eating a book, the Bible. And Chris looks at her and goes, We've met before. And the demon girl looks at her like they have. Like, that's bull crap. They have not. Because that's not Pazuzu. Nope. So, and and the reason I say that, that that's not Pazuzu is, David Gordon Green said Pazuzu is not the demon that possesses these two girls. So, if you have a scene in there where (coughs) Reagan's mother is looking at another possessed little girl and she says that and the demon mimics... Reagan, the only reason I could see that that would work is because the demon's a liar, mm-hmm. which Father Marin said in the first movie. Then the demon will lie and the demon will have a psychological attack. There wasn't hardly a psychological attack in this. There was a little bit towards the end, towards, but not
1: much. End, yeah, okay.
0: Very little bit. That's about it. And it's, then the ridiculous I choose you
1: crap. That was funny.
0: That was some, oh my gosh! How most people that was funny are sitting there and remembering that Simpsons episode where you you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you you choose me, it says. You choose me, you choose me. You know that's what that that's what that part was. But then we didn't even get to where the demon uh, pokes her eyes out.
1: Oh yeah, I was getting there
0: yeah you were you were yeah so the demon pokes her eyes out. i was like why do you bring her back to poke her eyes out
1: yeah I, I didn't get it like what was what was the point
0: of making her blind and there have been articles here that david gordon green might not direct the sequel to this good
1: good uh, well i hope the next director cleans up all what is messy made well yeah and they're talking about
0: creative uh new direction for it okay good
1: How about you stop? (laughs) Yeah. Like, don't make no more. How about that? You know, you can make an exorcist movie, but don't tie it into the exorcist.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, and then this whole conglomerate. and, And Chris says this Chris says, the only way you guys are going to get through this is togetherness.
1: What? Well, hold on. We, we're missing a part. We are. We are missing a part. Because uh, I can't figure out... And I kind of get it from, you know, from what you explained to me about you know, the, the exorcism you know, in in real life, you know, that the steps that they had to take with the diocese and so on and so forth. But it was just ironic how this diocese did not want to be involved at all well the priest didn't do any investigating
0: but if don't he they did bring
1: someone, don't they bring someone from the vatican to do that no the priest can do the investigating oh
0: so he didn't do he didn't do any investigating if they if he did that it's that's not in the movie because for them to just say, okay, these two little girls come back and they're acting very strange, they 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 went very quick, very fast. In the hospital they did all this. And then the one girl has that episode at her church. Okay, and she's already uh cut her face. Kind of girl.
1: Yeah. So uh, so that part where she was sitting in the pew. And her brothers and sister was looking at her. What do you think she was doing? I don't know. Because my friends like, is she playing with herself? I said, I don't think they put that in a movie. No, I don't think
0: was doing that.
1: Because I think, because I remember in the in the original, they didn't show it, but she was doing things.
0: Well, and they were, yeah, and the, and the re- you're you're bringing up the most the shocking problem. scene in the movie, right? Right. You know why that scene is there, right? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> why is that scene in the movie?
1: It was because <coughs> they wanted to add a shock value to it.
0: No, that's well, not correct. That is not right. in there for shock value. And this, this is, goes to all those people who say horror is just torture porn. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because John Borman, who directed Exorcist II: The Heretic, said that he did not want to make the first Exorcist movie. He was offered because all it was was torturing a little girl. He missed the whole point of it. Now, that whole scene is only in there because how? Because Chris McNeil was an atheist. Yeah. What do they have to do to push her over the edge to where she finally is like, I need to go to a priest. Okay, I need to go to a priest. That was the scene. If you take that scene out of the movie, it's a different movie. So everybody out there who's like, well, it's just in there for shock and this and that, and yeah, we hear that a lot now us horror fans you miss the point and you can miss the point that just leaves more horror movies for us that we can enjoy and not miss the point on. but um, I, to me there's no scene like that in this movie. So <clears throat> from there you know they just gather everybody. we've got you know the the Protestant preacher he goes, you know, they finally decide. Yeah, we're gonna do this. We're gonna make our final stand here. They get the Protestant preacher. They get uh, the voodoo practitioner lady that he did go to talk to. It's kind of interesting to get them all together. But the uh, interviews with David Gordon Green, they were kind of crapping on uh, the Catholics, which we went over in detail. Like, if you're a, a Catholic, you're gonna go to the pre. You know, and our. <coughs> The main example uh, I brought up was if you're a Hindu, you're going to go to your Hindu faith leader for possession. So that makes it. But this guy is not a believer at all.
1: Well, one thing is, uh, and we talked about the the Catholic, uh, they really wasn't in it. No. So, I mean, what?
0: and here's the other part. And
1: it killed killed him. Hold
0: hold on. Here's, Here's the part that's funny. So they make the priest look like a piece of crap they did. by not having him investigate, and if and again, if they did investigate, they cut it out. And it's him telling them that his position is his his bishop's position is he can't do the exorcism, he can't be a part of it because they did not come to the conclusion that those girls are possessed.
1: Right? They say that was a psychological. So,
0: yeah, so he that his finding so far was it was psychological, so he couldn't go do it. He can't, you can't just go do that. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So this movie is like, well, the Catholics won't help; they're pieces of crap. And then you got other movies where it's like, oh, well, that the Catholics won't even look to see if they're uh, psychologically uh, wrong. It's not always a demon. Well, here you got the Exorcist the original movie, where they do a lot of that stuff and grounded in reality, and this is what would happen. They would investigate, and blah, blah, blah. This movie throws all of that out of the crapper, treats the Catholics like they're pieces of crap, yes. and then inadvertently makes the Catholics the hero. Mm-hmm. Because if you notice this, Bert, <clears throat> the Catholic priest finally goes in there, and he goes in there because the father... Doesn't believe in prayer. Doesn't believe his prayer out there. That's what the priest thought he could do. It's like his bishop says, you can't go do the exorcism because we don't believe they're possessed. Okay. So he feels the best thing for him to do is to pray for them. So he's out in his car praying for them. The father is like not impressed with that at all. Taps on his window. Hey, everybody, the fight's in there. That was an emotionless father too i mean i i don't know i mean for the most part he was fine in the role but i mean a lot of the times during the uh, exorcism portion he's just sitting there staring at her blank faced.
1: i think he was tuned out he was tuned Tune- out too much stuff
0: but you know what i don't know uh how tuned out you would actually be if you actually are sitting in front of somebody who is possessed like that
1: oh then too i don't i think he lost his religion
0: he did he, he did <laughs> But if you're watching those kinds of things happen, because one we did skip over this. One of the reasons that did make him actually call Chris was he did flip through the book and he turned straight to the part where she describes the words, help me appearing on Reagan's stomach. Oh yeah,
1: on her body, yeah.
0: And there were pictures of his daughter with the words, help me, in her skin. Yeah. If you see that kind of stuff, I okay. Okay, don't you go, oh, crap. Maybe there is something bigger than me because he. Okay, so so the priest does come in and you notice that when the priest comes in, that's when the demon takes notice. He doesn't give a crap about everybody else around him praying. Now the nurse goes in there like she's an exorcist and starts praying and such. Well, remember what you said. When the priest goes in,
1: (coughs) what? She says, I think the Lord had you guys in my life. That's why I've been your next door neighbor. And I think it was my calling to come to do this.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. She was ridiculous. I would have cut her out of there. I did not like her character. I didn't like the actress in there. Horrible. (laughs) But uh, you notice when the priest went in there? That's mm-hmm. when the demon took notice, and that's when the demon got scared, because the demon killed the priest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nice work, David Gordon Green. Yeah, crapped all over the Catholics, and then made them the heroes. Great job, buddy. Let's make an exorcist movie without an exorcist. Let's crap all over uh, the Catholics
1: i I'm not like gonna all lie, like when he book. came in there, when he came in there, and he did start doing all that, I was like, oh snap! Yeah, you would think like, okay, <clears throat> now we're gonna, but he again, he would be doing it
0: without the permission of his bishop. Which last year, that came out a week after Halloween, there was another movie called "Pray for the Devil," which was a demon possession movie. Did you see it? Did you finally see it? Yes, I did. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Like it's a a college for exorcists where the priests run around and just exercise everybody without that, any investigation just, or anything is
1: weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just don't see what the heck he was thinking. Um, with so, this. And then when the movie finally ends, Oh my gosh. And this is less than two hours as we covered on a show where they've revealed the runtime had changed. you do get reagan she does come back
1: oh reagan does come back that Did was right no I, I i didn't know that was reagan
0: well she said her name hello mother it's me reagan oh reagan and they hug she can't see her but she said hello mother it's me reagan and she told her her name and she called her mother. <laughs> So
1: that's I get louder. I get, I get that you were tuned out by then I, I get well, it you gotta remember so I was at a I was at a theater there, right where yeah. people was actually they didn't really like this movie so it was being like loud yeah so like when she came in the room I didn't hear her say the name because uh, I was oh like, okay I was just like I was like oh my god oh my oh my god she's there she I'm like what the fuck is this talking about?
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, there is a lot, a lot more that we could go into.
1: Oh, well, well we got to talk about the chosen part. Oh, my God. You're right. You got to talk about the choo-choo-choo. Okay.
0: So the, they talk to the demon. They engage the demon. You're not supposed to do that. The demon is a liar. <laughs> it's all a psychological attack. Um, so they all talk to the demon. Even the the Catholic lady talks to the demon, and they tell them, uh, "What do they say exactly?" It's like, uh, "You got to pick one of us. One of us is going to die."
1: Yeah, you have to choose. Choose one of us, or and the other will die. Whoever chooses, the other will die. And if you don't choose, they both will die.
0: And it doesn't really say how you choose. Correct. So the father the father of uh the other girl what was her oh man what was her name again angela uh, right catherine okay her name was catherine the other girl the father of catherine catherine says i choose you i choose you catherine i choose you and they're all like no don't say that and then catherine gets killed so what
1: well, it was messed up because they thought that the other girl was being killed because all the yes. stuff came out of her mouth and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, And then they thought that the girl was okay, Catherine. So they're yeah. like, oh, honey, honey. it's just like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but it don't say who it was that snatched her up in that the little tunnel that they was in. What demon was that? Was that a demon? Uh so okay, <laughs> I
0: guess we can talk about that a little bit. So according to <clears throat> um I don't know, the reports, the demon used in this movie is the mushtu. m a s. H-T-U, Mesopotamian mythology. This demon is a female demon, a malevolent goddess who menaced women during childbirth. Okay, so the fun part here is this demon was a sworn enemy of Pazuzu.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yes? So, uh, where do they come up with these demon names? That's an old name,
0: Brandon. I mean, that is an old... Uh, that is from <clears throat> Sumeria. I mean, that's... I mean, I get it, but... You're going to have to go get a time machine, go back in time, and understand no, I mean, you're not going like... to understand anybody talking back then, because they won't understand you.
1: No, I'm saying, but what so... I'm getting at is, like... The demons that always possess someone, like like in the Nun and then Conjuring and all those movies, they always have these demons with these names. Like
0: these are old. I mean, all I can say is these are old names. But these are it's, names
1: before Christianity came around. Yeah, these are these are old names. So yeah, they're names way before Christianity even started.
0: Yeah, so I mean, demons have been around for a while. I mean,
1: fallen angels. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, you got that right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so you got that little demon there, and the
1: so. My question is, he's a sworn enemy of Azusa, so what was was the point?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure that even the the writers and directors have a idea. Now, I want to get into this just a little bit here. I've been rolling this around in my head. A friend of mine asked me if I thought this movie was worse or better than The Heretic. Mm-hmm. Do you have an answer? Because now you need to let that roll around in your head for a little bit. And I've thought about it, and I've thought about better.
1: that. I'm and I think the heretic was a little bit more better than this.
0: I'm gonna have to say that it might be. And the reason my reason is. David Gordon Green had The Heretic to look at and learn from the mistakes that it made. And those are massive, massive mistakes. If you have a movie that gets pulled out of the theaters and re edited its first week of release, which happened to The Heretic, that is not a model movie that you want to go, I want to make something like that. He
1: was looking for a shock and awe. He wanted to get his movie pulled.
0: Well, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? You have you have this lesson there that you can learn from and go, okay, I'm not going to do that. What did they do wrong? And what can we do better with our sequel? You know, you have exorcist three, which did it right. You can go, what did they do right in this? And what can we take from exorcist three? And you have the lessons from dominion, the prequel to the exorcist and exorcist, the beginning, they can go, what did they do and what can we take from it that was good and what can we not do that was bad you have
1: all of that they could have took it from the tv series
0: and you even have the tv series which we we haven't gotten into yet but we're gonna do the tv series
1: i watched the episode
0: which i did watch the first <laughs> season and i did enjoy that but we'll get into that later but so i'm gonna have to say that uh this wait, is worse wait, wait, than wait. the heretic no because he did not. What?
1: That's my dies in the TV series.
0: We're not talking about the TV series.
1: It was okay. I liked it.
0: Uh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, since he didn't, for me, uh, since he didn't, and you know, I've, the only way I'll ever watch The Heretic again is if uh, a friend of mine comes over and goes, so I've never seen that. <laughs> You're going to watch it now so I can watch their reaction to it. That's the only reason I'd ever watch it again. Well, I'll never watch, watch it. Alone. I will never watch this one again either. But I'm going to have to go with...
1: I will have this. to watch it again.
0: This is better than The Heretic. Well, the Heretic is better than this because. David Gordon Green had all of this stuff that he could learn from, and
1: he didn't learn from any of it. He had enough time to do this movie correctly, and he yes. didn't. I mean, I like the concept of the two possessions. <clears throat> yeah, possessions. that was
0: that was neat. Went nowhere.
1: Yeah, I mean it. And then oh, so like I was I was about to say they spent more time on the single father than they did on the family yeah you kind of can tell like I can tell like when I watched the movie that there was going the the girl was going to live the one that didn't get choose she was gonna live, yeah, Just because of they spent more time on her story and her father than they did on the other family they only spent like a small amount of time, yeah, so there was
0: no the balance was off way off, which if you're gonna do something like this that uh, I think the balance needs to be there.
1: And then on top of that, um, they didn't explain how she knew about the whole thing. From her family, it looked like it was like a good Christian family. So I wouldn't have thought that she, I would have seen the the other girl doing it more than her doing it because you seen her background is most more uh, Christian based and her background, they really don't have a religion to follow because her father kind of gave up on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what else we can say about this, Brandon. Uh, that
1: David Gordon Green your final thoughts. Um, Well, you're not going to get an apology from me because your movie was crap. And I wish you didn't ruin another classic movie as you did. That's my final
0: thought. Um, My final thought. (laughs) It has come out recently that uh, William Friedkin, in an interview, uh, a few months before he passed, he, he mentioned that the director of Pineapple Express was going to make a... Sequel to his signature film, and uh, he did not want to be a part of that or even be around to see that. And when he dies, he would come back and possess David Gordon Green. Really? Oh, he did say that. I, I don't, well, according to uh, some fellow who interviewed him, but uh, I, I, sent, I sent you that article, so yeah, I, do that. I, I can. I could put that article in the show notes, just please do, just because. But anyway, I hope uh, William uh, does not do that, and he is in a he is in a better place, and he does not have to be subjected to this crap. Um, yeah, What's David Gordon Green. I did like the Pineapple Express for the most part, from what I remember. So, please go Mac and make that kind of crap, although. I am burned out on druggie movies, and I just don't find them that funny anymore. So I I, I don't know. This movie is crap. The Exorcist 4 sucks. <laughs> All right, and we will... Oh, wait, there's one more thing, One well, housekeeping thing. Uh, Brandon, what are we, people supposed
1: to do if they do
0: like what we do?
1: If you like what we do? Subscribe, hit the like button, hit the notification bell, and also follow us on Spotify and iTunes. Alright. Well, I hope you had a lot of fun of us ripping up
0: this movie. Uh like uh it was the man of steel. I will say this, Brandon, though. The man of steel is better than this. <laughs>
1: just to hear you say that it was better than something it really i
0: like that much really (laughs) Sucks, dude (laughs) all right we'll talk to y'all next time
1: later guys